to today's audio podcast from the Church at Bushland. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of the Church at Bushland and would like to enjoy more resources and weekly updates, we hope you will visit our website at thechurchatbushland.com or download our app by searching for The Church at Bushland in your app store. We'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life. Please take a moment to let us know how this ministry is impacting your life by emailing us at info at thechurchatbushland.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so in our app or by visiting thechurchatbushland.com slash give. We're good to see each of you this morning. I want to say a big welcome to our church family. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for being with us, whether it's in your car, your office, your home. It doesn't matter. Thank you, church, for being with us online. Um, I love each of you. May not know you, but I love you, and I count you as a church. Love you. Good to see you, church. Thanks for being here as well. I'm a little different today. I'm behind a table today. I normally don't do that, Um, but I got some friends with me, and I didn't want to try to juggle those. Uh, I dropped one of these things. Sound like a grenade goes off in here, man. That'd be terrible. That'd be ducking, but I'm in a new series. Uh, It's called In It, But Not Of It. In It but not of it. If you've been with us for a little while, if you've been here, when I do some series, I don't, this is a four-part series. It's gonna take the month of, of February to do. Uh, intro today, then we'll jump into it next three weeks after that. I build it each week. It's not pre-built, okay? Uh, I pick up where the Holy Spirit left off and I build it as I feel like he's leading. So I really wanna encourage you to keep coming, especially during this series, because if you're gonna get the intro, you ought to add on to it, amen? And so next week, I gotta, I gotta say this to you, next week, Super Bowl Sunday, I, I, I get that, okay? Uh, but it's a women's retreat. Uh, 75, about 75 of our ladies are gonna be uh, out. They're gonna be at a retreat, okay? So guys, listen to me, no judgment. I don't care what her hair looks like. I don't care what she's wearing. You get them kids at church, amen? We ain't judging. So I'm saying, we're not, hey, it's winter. You put that beanie on her head, she cute anyway. Just put it on. <laughs> just put it on her head and just send her. She'd love it. So get those kids up, get them dressed. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. We, we ain't gonna rat you out. Just get it to the house your wife's not gonna be there. Don't mail it in. Get to the house. Build on the series. So don't miss next week. Next week, I wanna jump into the text, John 17, where this whole phrase comes from, okay? And, and then after that, I'm gonna talk about where to go to eat. And then after that, I'm gonna talk about what you eat should affect the way you speak, all right? And so we're gonna look at all those. Uh, in it, not of it. If you've been in church at any time in your life, been in a Christian circle, been around the church, went to camps, you may have heard the phrase, you're in it, we're in this world, but we're not of it. How many of you heard it? In this world, but not of it. It's a real popular thing. I mean, we're, we're in it. You say, well, pastor, have you looked around in a while? Yeah, it's crazy out there. I know, I'm in it with you, amen? I'm in it with you. You say, well, he just needs to come back. He just needs to come back. I was like, he's coming, but we're here. You find yourself here, okay? And, and you're like, why? What for? But here's what I wanna do. I wanna unpack that for you a little bit today. So could it be that this phrase, in it, we're in this world, but not of this world, could this phrase 
maybe give the wrong impression about our co-mission as Christians. Listen to the phrase again. We're in it, but not of it. Maybe it sounds like, maybe it's just me, but it sounds like that our starting place in it might be our unfortunate condition. (laughs) We're in this world. And maybe our mission, it appears, to just try real hard not to be of it. Is that what he meant? I mean, because you meet people today and they're like, Pastor, listen to me, man. This world, Lord, mm, mm, Lord help. Gas going up, groceries going up. Pastor, do you know what they want me to pay for an egg? Do you know where an egg comes? Like, do, like, literally, do you know where that egg coming from? I ain't paying that for that. And my insurance, man, just skyrocket. I call my insurance company. Why well, my insurance going up? Oh, we had a, we had a, a, a rate increase throughout the whole state of Texas. Why? There ain't no hurricane. It got cold in February two years ago. What? It got cold in February? What? That's, a, that's like, what's so special about that? It's like Dak throwing an interception. I mean, that have cold in February? It don't make no sense, man. And you're like, now my escrow's short. Now my monthly payment's going up. Lord, I mean, just, I'm in it. You feel that way? I meet people all the time and it's beat down, hopeless. Man, this world, man, Jesus needs to come back. He needs to come back. I mean, you're free to hear the phrase in John 17. You're in this world, but, but, but you're not of it. And maybe for some of us are, Man, our starting point's a problem. (laughs) Maybe the in it is what's killing us right now, man. So how'd you get here? How'd I get here? On Genesis chapter one, God said, let us, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, all three present, let us make man in our own image. So God fashioned man and woman in his own image. Man and woman in his own image. Just say that again. In his own image. And he put us over everything. So he made us. Psalm 139 tells us that we are fearfully and wonderfully made by him, knit together by his hands in our mother's womb for nine months. And all the days of our life have been ordained before one of them comes to be. Beautiful, made by him, for him. Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the plans, God says, that I have for you. Plans to prosper you and give you hope and give you a future. And you're like, yeah but I'm in this world, man. I'm in this world. In Ephesians 2.10, he says, oh, but you're God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which I have declared from the beginning. That's how we got here. The creator made the creation because why? 
because he's crazy about us and he loves us and he wants to hang with us. Do you realize that the reason you and me were ever hatched on this dirt ball, the reason why we occupy this space on this dirt ball and why we walk around in these earth suits called bodies is because God said, I wanna hang out with my creation. That's cool, man. The creator wants to hang out with his creation. But there's a problem. <laughs> there's a problem. There's sin. Sin. And God said, I can't, I can't do sin. I can't do sin. See, we can know of him, but still not know him. You see what I mean? We can know him. He made us. He knit us together fearfully, wonderfully made. All the plans he has for us. He, 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 he knows ahead of time all what we're going to do, okay? So we know him, but we can still miss it because we don't know him. Can you imagine this world when you're lost? When you don't know him, you think it messes your chili up. Be lost today. Oh, what in the world, man? Maybe they don't know no better. Maybe they got it better. What I'm saying is, this is not gonna make any sense being in this world, but not of this world. The end part of being in this world is gonna mess with you unless you know him. But there's sin and he made a way because God so loved the world that he gave. Romans 3.23 says this, for all of us, each of us, has sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Look at me. You're not looking at a perfect pastor, right? I was a sinner. Now I'm a saint. Don't mean I got it down, just what scripture calls me. People say, well, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. After they get saved, they're like, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. I don't know what they expect. I'm like, first of all, your identity's jacked up, dude. You're getting your chili smoked. You're not a sinner anymore. You're a saint, capable of sinning, but it's not who you are. So quit living in it, swimming in it, backstroking in it, and get out of the pool. If you're, That's not who you are. You were redeemed. You were raised up to walk a new life just like Grant. You gotta walk over Jesus to sin now. Before, you didn't even think about him. You just did it. Because you didn't know no better. Not a sinner no more, man. You're a saint. You bear his name. All of us, man, we were sinners. Why? We're born from simple parents. You say, well, my mama wasn't no sinner. She was born from a seed of sin. Daddy born from a seed of sin. Make a kid seed of sin. Go to the nursery, check it out. You won't have any doubt anymore, okay? <laughs> Just saying, all right? Jesus, spotless lamb of God, didn't come from sin, didn't get birth from sin, got birth from the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit don't sin. He's the only one, and he did, so he could have a relationship with you and me. Very cool. All of us have missed the mark. We've all, been, we've all sinned, fallen short. But God's so cool, he did this that God demonstrates his great love for you and me, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. Mm. 
while I was just wandering around like a feather in the West Texas wind, didn't know what I was doing. I was in this world, didn't know what I was doing, didn't make no sense. I didn't make no sense. I was jacked up, muffed up. I needed some help. God said, I love you, man. I'm going to the cross for you because someday you're going to cry out to me and I'm going to save you, man. I'm going to save you. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says this, if you'll confess with your mouth mm, that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Verse 13 says, everyone, everyone, I'm looking at a whole bunch of everyones and online there's a whole bunch more. Everyone calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Can I tell you right now, right where you are in this house, personal God has a personal word for a person he made. That might be your word. You can know of him, still not know him. You can't operate in this world. It's, it's, it, it, it's backwards, man. Right looks wrong. Wrong looks right. You can't, man, made no sense. In Revelation 3, 20, God says, here I am. I knock. If anyone will open up their life, open up their heart, open that door, I will come in and sup with him and give them eternal life. Listen to me about knocking. He knocking. Some of you, he's knocked before. You knew he was knocking. Door of your heart has a doorknob on the outside. It does not have a doorknob on the outside. It only has one on the inside. No one gets in your heart unless you let him. When he knocks on that heart, you knew he was knocking before. You've been there before. Happened to my wife three times or two times before it ever happened. He's knocking. If you'll open up your heart, he will come in. He'll come in. Here's what I can't guarantee you. If you've heard him knock before, I can't guarantee he'll knock again. But if he's knocking right now, you better get the door. You better get that door. You say, well, I'll just do it next time, preacher. If there's never again a knock, it's too late. You're not guaranteed tomorrow you have today. Today is the day of salvation. If you got a knock going right now, you got to answer that thing. Greatest answer you will ever, greatest door you will ever, ever answer. Don't have to buy the Girl Scout cookies this time. You get to meet Jesus, amen? Greatest knock. If that happens to you, when that happens to you, you will bear a new name. You bear his name, okay? I want to show you in Scripture. Matthew chapter 5, go there with me. Matthew 5, 13. Matthew 5, 13. This is what he says to you once you get saved, you're born again, you're a Christian. Once you invite Jesus in your heart, you got a new name, okay? He says, you are the salt of the earth. But as the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men. This is you before Christ, fashioned, molded, and shaped in the image of God. This is a salt shaker. Its purpose, hold salt. Your purpose, hold Jesus in your heart. 
when he knocks on your heart and you open that door, Jesus comes inside of you. If I was really gutsy, I'd try to pour some salt into this, but (laughs) I love my custodial team too much. It'd be everywhere. But he pours himself into your life. And then he puts a cap on that thing. Why? Because scripture tells us that once you're born again and saved, God seals you and no one can pry you out of his hand. You will never lose your salvation, my friend, because you didn't work for it. He did it. And it's here by faith. Then you become this salt. Salt. I was going to school in junior high and high school. My best friend was a black man, black guy. Loved him, all right? We were buddies, man, all the time. In his house, my house, vice versa, everything together. We had names for each other. His name, Pepper. My name, Salt. (laughs) Simple as that, amen? Ask my wife. My annual is signed. Mm -hmm. When he signed it, he said, if you ever need me on the other side of the tracks, just look me up. Pepper, love you, Salt. Still, my buddy, man, salt and pepper. They called Jeff in class. I wouldn't even answer it, and I was here. I got marked absent all the time. I didn't know my, I I just knew salt, and he was pepper. But technically, God's first called me salt. He said, Jeff Ponder, when you met me, you became salt, salt of the earth, my friend, salt of the earth. Let me tell you a little bit about salt you may not know. Salt is a flavor enhancer. (laughs) Let me see, show of hands. How many of y'all, you get the meal, you salt first? Raise them proud. Don't be ashamed. People are like, salt's bad, preacher. I don't want to stick up my hand too high. (laughs) Salt's not bad. I'm just telling you, too much salt's bad, all right? Old positive people love salt. I eat something sweet, I got to go eat a pretzel. Ah. I got to get that sweet off my tongue, man. I'm like, I got to get that off. <laughs> got to have salt. Salt before it. And then the rest of y'all, y'all salt after? You taste it first? Yeah. I know there's always somebody in the crowd says, I don't do either one. <laughs> Salt's bad. <All> right? <laughs> Bless you. Thanks for letting us be in your presence today. We're honored to be here. Honored to be here, ladies and gentlemen. Honored to be here. Thank you. But what I'm saying is salt gives flavor. Man, they bring me my hash browns and my bacon and my toast and my, and my eggs over medium. I get them eggs all chopped up real nice. I grab that salt and pepper and I'm shaking it. I'm having a party. I'm dancing. I'm getting flavor. I can't eat it without it. It gets flavor. Let me ask you a question. Salt. What you putting flavor on? You say, well, I don't know. Pastor, everybody I hang out with salt. Well, stop. How are you going to know if your salt works if you don't sprinkle on something that can change? If everybody looks like you, smells like you, acts like you, how do you know your salt works? We got a thing called ice melt. Y'all know what ice melt is? You get ice on the sidewalk or driveway, you get your big old bag at Home Depot or Lowe's, whatever, you scoop it in there. You've been in those businesses, this poor bank up here, bless his heart, whoever does that job, you know, here's what I'm trying to tell you. If, if ice melt, <laughs> let me show you what to do. Icy sidewalk, 
Scoop, clunk. Scoop, clunk. Scoop, clunk. Pity the fool in between the scoops. You know what I mean? That stuff don't work on each other. If it worked, if it melted on itself, it worked. How could it be in the store in a bag? It wouldn't even be in there anymore. You go get ice melted, it doesn't melt it away. It don't work on itself. It has to hit the ice, amen? You gotta get it and you gotta sprinkle it and sprinkle it and sprinkle it and sprinkle it. Salt, you can't work on yourself. You can't sprinkle on other little Christians. You gotta get out there and sprinkle and flavor the world. You're not made to set in this thing, man. Get the sprinkling. That does not help my fried eggs in the, sitting on the table. I got to do it. You know what else it is? It's a food preservative. Watch this. Bacteria mm, cannot thrive in the presence of high salt. <laughs> Woo! You know where I'm going? What's the world? world calls it bacteria. God calls it sin. Sin don't like salt. Sin can't stick to salt. They take a big old piece of meat and put salt all over it and wrap it and hang it. Ask them big Indians how they make that meat last so long. It won't get no bacteria on it, because why? It can't handle the salt. You born again, Holy Spirit lives inside of you. You ain't got no appetite for sin, man. Sin should make you sick to your gut. Because I'm gonna tell you something about sin. It'll take you further than you ever wanna go. It'll keep you longer than you ever wanna stay. As a born-again child of God, we ain't got no time as salt for sin. The more salt you have in you, the more Jesus you're full with, more, the more full your salt shaker is, my friend, the more sin just falls off of you. Oh, it knocks, but you don't answer. He lurks to try to get you, but no, 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 no. I'm a born-again child of the king covered by the blood of the lamb, and you can't touch me, punk. And I'm sorry, that's talking smack, and sometimes you gotta talk to him that way, amen? Whatever it takes. But it's a food preservative. Also, it's a food tenderizer. I'm gonna tell you the best thing you can do to a good old ribeye, take some salt and pepper, put it on that, rub it in, flip her over, put it on that other side, wrap her up in saran wrap, put it in the refrigerator a couple days, and you say, mmm, boy, come home, fire that grill up, get it real, real hot. I'm killing some of y'all, all right? I'm <laughs> sorry. You get that sucker real hot, and you take that ribeye, and you unwrap it and slap it down, boy, and you hear it sizzle. You give it a little bit of time, and then you turn her over one more time on that side, and you let her go a little bit longer, and then you take her inside, and you sit down, and you grab a fork, and you grab a knife, and I'm going to tell you, welcome to heaven on earth. <laughs> Amen. Nothing better. Why? Because it tenderizes that meat. Listen to me. We are salt of the earth. Wherever we go, wherever our feet land, we ought to tenderize every heart in the, in the room with the love of Jesus because we carry him. We carry him with us. His kindness needs a chance to impact people. If you're as hard as they are, you'll never soften a heart if you're hard like the world. If you're cynical, if you're mean, hateful, angry, 
If that's you as a believer, that ain't going to change nothing. That's not going to change anything. You're the salt. You tenderize. Your presence in a place ought to make a difference with the hearts of everybody in the house because your love on them will soften their heart to receive God's love in their life. And when you get God's love and you realize he's crazy about you and he died for you and, and he raised you, he'll raise you from there, he'll, he'll save you just like that. It'll change everything. If you're hard to your family, good luck having salvation had come to your family. You got to tenderize yourself because you're the salt of the earth, my friend. So listen to me. I know it's different out there. Something came to our nation a couple years ago, changed everything. I'm not going to speak its name. I don't like its name. But you know what I'm talking about. It changed this, man. It changed everything. It's not the same. Don't look the same. But if it was so good before, why'd God allow it to come? Maybe it wasn't that good. We just didn't know it. Because maybe he couldn't find his church. You ever thought about it? Where's my salt? Can't find my salt. Well, they're in the church. Nope. No, church looks like the world. Where's my salt? So God allowed something to come. He shook us. He awakened us. He revealed some stuff. We know more now than we did before. We know more about ourselves, about a church, about a country, about a nation, about a state, about a city. We know a lot about stuff we don't know about before. Our eyes have been opened. Things have been revealed. It's different, isn't it? It's different. Stores are different. <laughs> right before Christmas, I go with my sweet little daughter to a store. We've been to two other stores already. We pull up in the parking lot. She said, Dad, taps me on the hand. Dad, I need to talk to you. Okay. A uh, little different in here. You're going you're gonna, you're gonna to see stuff. I'm like, okay. Now listen to me, Dad. You're going to see stuff, all right? Different. You can't talk. Don't talk, okay? Just don't talk. I'm like, babe, I've been in stores before. I'm 57 years old. I know how to go into a store. No, you don't understand. Okay, just don't talk. I said, okay, I won't talk. We walk in the door. I get about three steps in. I look up right there. I'm like, what? What? What am I? What? What is? What is that? And my daughter's right there. She said, Dad, don't say nothing. I'm like, honey, what? Shh. I'm like, excuse me. I can talk if I want to talk. <laughs> what the heck? What? What is? What is that? Shh. And I'm like, I walk. So some stores for guys, so uncomfortable. This store, no guy place to hang out. I'm like, I can't stand there. Oh, no, I ain't standing over there. Uh, where are your nine millimeter hollow points? Oh, we don't have those here. Got any lighter fluid? What are your grills? I don't even know where to go. And all I do is just see people. 
And I'm like, oh, my Lord, what the heck is that? Different, man. I still don't know what that was because they don't know what they are. Can I, is that enough? Restaurant's different. Dinner portion looks like lunch portion. Lunch portion looks like snack. Prices went up, size went down. I don't get it. School's different. Medical different. Stadium different. Neighborhood's different. People different. Everything's different. This season tested us. Tested us a lot. Still testing us. I'm in this world. I know that. You remember, let me move this. You remember these two things? One of the things during this season that got removed from the table were these two. Remember when the salt and pepper got taken off? I was eating one morning, I look over, I'm like, where the salt and pepper? We took everything off the table. This is Texas. You can't take salt and pepper off the table. You know what I mean? I said, I need salt and pepper. This is why they brought me. I'm like, what, what, what am I supposed to do with, what is this, roll it and smoke it? What am I supposed to do with this? What, what am I supposed, what am I, wait, what's, what is in here? What is this? Where am I, I'd like to have a breakdown. Like, where, no, man, where's the salt and pepper? It's America, it's Texas, give me some salt and pepper. I said, we well, can't give you no salt and pepper. You, this is what you get. So my eggs are looking good, man. I'm like, how you, how you open this thing? So I'm like, tear a little bit off. Nothing even, can't get it to come out, tear some more. I'm like, I'm like, I don't even know if it came out. What is this? I don't like that. Stayed off the table a long time, man. So one morning I'm at the restaurant, bring my food out. I look over, I'm like, glory to God, salt and pepper back on the table, man. Salt and pepper back. Then God said, did you miss it? I said, I sure did. God said, me too. I looked out before all this, Jeff. Couldn't find my salt. So I took it off the table. So maybe now appreciate it. Take it for granted anymore. Understand the call in your life as a church. Little church, big church. Born again, child of the king, royal priesthood. We bear his name. He calls us salt. I think for many of us, we ain't giving flavor to nothing in a long time. We ain't tenderizing anything. He said, you are the salt of the earth. How can it, after it loses its saltiness, be salty again? Draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. Repent, nation, if my people who are called by my name mm, will confess. Understand who we are, royal priesthood. Mm, church, 
bears his name. God said, I put it back on the table. You better get back out there, church, and start being the salt because the next time I take it off, it's over. Let me ask you a question this morning. (laughs) How's your salt doing? In order for us to impact this world, you got to get to shaking, amen. What are you landing on? Who are you impacting? Are you being a good salt shaker, bad salt shaker? I don't want the temporary to come back. I like the real deal. Church, it's time for us. Esther 4, 14 says this. Could it be? Might it be mm, that for such a time as this, you have come into this royal position? Come on, church. He put the salt shaker back on the table. He's breathed life back into the church again. He's awakened the church. I think it sees it different, understands its role different. We, my friends, are the salt of the earth. If we don't bring the flavor, who's bringing it? Don't let the world scare you. Don't climb in a hole. Don't cower down. Don't pull back. You're the salt. You're the salt, the church. I found myself saying, Jesus, just come back. This world's jacked up, messed up. Come back, Savior, come back. And he said, I will. But for right now, I got you. (laughs) He's coming back, church. He is. But for right now, for such a time as this, he's got me and you, the little church. And we gotta be salt in this world because once they taste the Lord, they will never, ever go back. Never. So let me ask you. You ready, salt? We get a redo. He made us salty again. He put us back on the table. Every time you look at a salt shaker today, restaurant, home, whatever, you say, that's me. I got to get to shaking. That's my role. Salt of the earth. Salt of the earth. I'm going to ask you to stand, church. Two people in the house, two people online. First person or people. This is you and you know it. Made by him, shaped, crafted, made in his image, but you're empty, empty. But he's not before and you ignored it. I'm going to tell you something. He's knocking one more time. Knocking one more. Maybe for you. Maybe for you. Maybe for you. As soon as we start worshiping, if this is you, you got to get here. Get right here. 
And one of my pastors will grab you and we'll help you meet Jesus for the very first time and change your life. For the rest of you, you're a salt shaker sitting on a table. Ain't designed to sit there. Designed to shake. Need to get to shaking, church. Wherever you are, whoever's around you, wherever you find yourself, you are the salt of the earth. You're the salt of the earth, man. Get to, get to being salt. Change everything around you. Change it. Bring his love. When you go, you bring his love. Get to being the salt. Let me pray over us. The ministry teams are here. If you need prayer, if you need to meet Jesus, come right here. If you just need to pray in the altar, come down here and say, God, I, I, got, I got stuff all around me that needs to be salted on, and I'm not salting. Help me salt. Help me be the salt of the earth. Father, we love you. You're good. Holy Spirit, draw us now. Holy Spirit, come now. God, you're a personal God. You have delivered a personal word today to your church. And I pray whatever that personal word to each of us was, that we would do that now. On the other side of obedience is always blessing. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. If you need to come as we worship, you come. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast from the Church of Bushland. We hope you will stay connected by following the ministry on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram by using the Church of Bushland. We are all about people because God is all about people. We exist to help people know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference.